Let's do it. Live. It's on now. Getting everything set up here. Let me know if you can hear me. If you're in, if you're in here and you're in the comment section, let me know you can hear me. Give me a thumbs up. Oh man, I didn't put the notice. Do not disturb on the. Uh, live give me a thumbs up if you can hear me everything sounds good did a sound check before but you know checking it right now this is an old school podcast thank you thank you for tapping in with us We've got the comments on on youtube if you're there you can leave your comments set up now everybody hear me okay sound sound good it sounds good in there appreciate everybody for jumping on here back with another edition of the no spoon podcast my name is Che. i'm your host a little lint off my shirt here here we go that's why I say, man, like a lot of these other podcasts, they're, they're going to tell you from a perspective and their perspective. And this right here, man, is a, it's a little more nuanced. You know what I mean? Especially what we're going to talk about today. What we're talking about today is going to be it's going to be real different, real different. Like you're not going to hear like what you're going to hear from any other place. And I'm not trying to like throw shade on nobody or talk bad about nobody. But you're not going to hear it like this because um the perspective and the things that we're going to talk about you're gonna you have to be there to know it you know what i mean you'd have to be there to know it to what, what we're about to say what we're about to talk about you would have to really live that and been through all those experience that and so a lot of times when you're trying to get this kind of nuanced understanding of things it's not coming from a perspective of, of somebody who's actually been there so that's what i'm saying man like this is different so we're here no Spoon Podcast, another episode. Last week was great. One thing about it, man, is I can't, I, I, I can't, um, you know, schedules change so much, man. So it's like, I like this little Friday. This is the second Friday in a row. I can't say I'm going to be back next Friday, but we're going to be back sometime next week. I know on Wednesday, we're going to have a guest on. Um, Osiris from Stuck in the Middle Podcast is going to come on and give us his insight. But um, about ready to get started here different little different beat and put different ones every time i don't know that's how we doing it comments are on if you want to say something go ahead and comment especially if you listen on youtube go ahead and comment i know uh there's other people that ain't getting the video version here we go about to get started here what's going on my name is Che this is the no spoon podcast thank you guys for listening thank you for joining in again and catching this live edition of the no spoon podcast uh it's over on youtube and twitter right now we're going live and if you are listening to the replay we appreciate you as well that's just going to be the audio version it's going to be on all platforms so anywhere that you listen to your podcast go ahead and uh you know appreciate you you 
you tapping in with us. Um, first and foremost, man, subscribe to the channel, like it, share, do whatever you got to do to get this out to as many people. You know, we talk about the mainstream media and we talk about legacy media and what the things that they're doing. The only way that we can get around that, man, is to by sharing, you know, subscribing. Let's flood the system, man. Let's flood the system. Let's make them acknowledge our presence because, you know, not everybody is saying is going to repeat the same thing. and Not everybody's falling for the narrative. You guys are proof of it because you're here. Right. So do, do your part. Um, as you see at the bottom of the screen, I got my Twitter handle, my Instagram handle. There's also a cash app handle handle. If you guys want to go ahead and donate, it'd be highly appreciated. Um, but the very least you could do subscribe to the channel. You know what I mean? Subscribe, like, share, do all that stuff. If you if you want to take it a step further, like I said, I would love to be able to do this, um, like set the time. Like this is the second Friday in the road that I've done this. I would like to make this every Friday, but unfortunately, you know, we got real jobs out there, so sometimes it calls for us to be out there, and I have to be at work. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you an episode every single week. I can't guarantee what day it's gonna be, but. You know, the goal is to try to get to a point. I would love to do this full time. And trust me, I love doing this stuff. This is my passion. This is the things I like doing um, this. And as you guys know, I also do a um, reentry program. I, I have a I work with a nonprofit organization called Rebuilding Cali Alliance, and we are doing a prisoner reentry program. And so those are the things that I love to do. Unfortunately, you know, I'm doing those things for free at this time. So but if you guys want to donate um the, the cash app is down there at the bottom i greatly appreciate it anything that you guys can do is greatly appreciated but like i said subscribe like share um comment do all that every anything anything to speed up the algorithm but we got a great show for you guys today um it's just me i don't have no guests here today but we're gonna have guests periodically um and so but this is not one of those weeks and sometimes it's gonna be like that you know what i mean um, but we're going to talk about some things and some things. And like I said before, when we were in, and, and when we were going through the intro, I was telling you a lot. And it's not to, it's not to like, hey, don't know what nobody else's podcast is not to throw shade on anybody for what they're doing. But um, when it comes to the topics, especially the topics that we're going to be going over today, you have to kind of live this right. You have to kind of know and, and experience these things to understand where it's coming from, because here's the thing. And if, if you're just out there and, and I'm assuming the, most of the people that are listening here are, you know, honest, hardworking people that just want to support their family and take care of their family and live their lives and get the most out of the greatest country in the world. Right. You have to understand that there are people out there that don't see it that way and have, you know, a malicious agenda. We know that we're not stupid. We're not naive here. Right. So you should understand how those people think especially as you're navigating through the world. And so that's kind of the thing that I'm bringing to the table is, is today I want to go over some things and so you can understand how people think and so that you can be able to maneuver and, and be able to keep yourself and your family safe. And that's the main thing. Like I said before, we, we, we talk about real issues. We talk about them and we don't sugarcoat nothing. One of the things you're going to get from like mainstream media, they like to sugarcoat things. They're in, they're, their interest is an agenda. Right. And our interest is to tell the truth and we want to tell the truth so that it can put you in a better position to make better choices and live an overall better life. Basically, that's that's really what it comes down to. Right. So if you guys have not um, if you guys haven't haven't seen any of the videos I put up there, like I said, I'm putting up as much content as possible as I possibly do. I work two jobs, and in between those jobs, I try to get out as much as I possibly can. I, I take a lot of bathroom breaks so I can edit videos, and I can try to, you know, make this happen. I hope people that employ me don't hear that, but it, whatever. Anyways, I put out some videos this week because this week um, we've been talking a lot. I had Curtis Schoon on last week. We were talking about hip-hop, and we were talking about the culture, and I think that's so important because culture um, – influences everything and, and a lot of times is what we see is is culture influences politics um we talked last week andrew breitbart the late you know right-wing political pundit he said that uh that politics is downstream from culture meaning that culture influences politics and when you look at it we're in a culture war you see that all over the place right you see you know drag queen story hour you see the grooming of kids you see the um 
you know, the destruction of the family. These are cultural problems, right? And what happens is, is that one side is very invested in culture and the other side is not. And that's why the other side is losing. And so when I look at culture, and this is the argument that I make, and I don't, you know, we can, we can debate that, but I don't think that there's a greater cultural force that the world has ever known than hip hop. And why I say that is because it crosses not, it crosses racial lines, it crosses class lines, it's, it crosses, you know, ge you know, actual geography, geographical lines. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many things that are going on with, within hip hop. And, and it's also just a matter of how fast we communicate. Right. I mean, in, you know, in ancient times, you couldn't get a culture from um, South America over to East Asia like we can now. I mean, there could be people watching this live stream right now on the other side of the world. I mean, that's how fast and rapid, you know, our communication is. Well, the most dominant culture and what I, in my opinion, is hip hop because everybody listens to it. Right. And hip hop is um, validated from the inner cities. And so what goes on in there is important because it shapes culture. You know, people that don't live in those areas are trying to imitate what goes on in those areas. That's just the truth. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying, I don't have an agenda in that. I'm just telling you what it is. Like, that's how I see it. That's just based on my experience and what I've seen going on. Um, so this is why I talked about, you know, I had Schoon on last week and we talked about that and we talked about the the negative effects of this culture and how it's, it's shaping, you know, things into a negative direction. Um, and that's just my opinion too. I think it's, it think it's, it, I don't, I haven't seen much, uh, that much beneficial things coming from that. Right. And so, you know, this week it's, it's, it's crazy because we talked about it just last Friday and then it was this past Monday here in LA, you know, where I'm from, we had a, a, a rapper, Philadelphia, get gunned down in the broad daylight right and so once again it kind of validates what we're talking about that hip-hop is a reflection of gang culture and gang culture is a reflection of death culture it really just is like people are out there dying and they're become we're becoming numb and and to death is normalized um it's 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 becoming sickening i mean these rappers are dying like crazy you know what i mean i mean it's it's just so another rapper, PNB Rock, is a Philadelphia rapper. He was out here, um, I don't know, whatever for whatever reason, but he was here. He was at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in South Central L.A., and somebody walked in there, um, robbed him, and killed him right there in broad daylight about 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And so I put a video out about that, and I talked about it. And if you haven't checked that out, go to my YouTube channel right there. You can see it. Um, but I mean, there, there's just, it's just so much negativity that's coming. And then, you know, you have to ask yourself, like we, we're seeing a massive amount of, of, of crime and it's almost like criminals. I mean, this is, this is just reality. Like criminals are becoming more and more emboldened. Um, they're becoming more brazen in their tactics. Like they don't, they don't care. I'm broad daylight. <coughs> Excuse me. Broad daylight. They walked in there. And they murdered this man in front of everybody. Now, now you have to ask yourself, why, why are they doing this, right? Why are criminals becoming more bold in what they're trying to do? Why are, why are they committing crimes at such a rapid rate? I mean, we're seeing crime rates going on. We're seeing these smash and grab robberies. We're seeing these, you know, middle of the day, broad daylight type of, of things happening. And here's a guy who's sitting there eating, eating lunch or breakfast, whatever, um, in a busy intersection and he gets gunned down, right? A lot of it has to do with, pol with policy, right? And, and, and we know you're having a lot of like these Soros-backed uh, district attorneys that are failing to prosecute certain crimes. Um, that matters. I don't care what nobody says, that matters. I don't care how woke you are. That matters. Um, and, 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 and then because of that, officers are not responding. We just had this incident. There, there's this thing that goes on out here. Um, and I, I think it goes on in other cities, too, but they call them takeovers. And it's basically they take over an intersection. They do donuts in the intersection. They 
water on each other. I mean, it's just crazy. They like they take it over. And there's one page on Instagram that I follow where the guy goes out and he follows these things. And so one night I'm sitting there and I'm like, he's going live and I'm watching it because I'm thinking like, okay, you know, let's see how long it this lasts. They were there for like 45 minutes and the cops never came. And I want to show you this video real quick of at one of these takeovers. This was on. Um, this was down in L.A. And is that one of these takeovers? So I'm going to I'm going to play this video. I'm going to talk about it. You guys seen. I mean, this is the type of things that are happening now. It was at a takeover. And this was here. I'll play the video. take a look at your screen, you can see a large group of people on Monday coming into the store and police say they came from a street takeover at this intersection of Figueroa and El Segundo. Now in the video, you can see people knocking over items and destroying things and even crossing the plastic barrier where the register is going behind the counter, throwing items. So they just go into the 7-Eleven and, and, and they just start taking things, right? So interesting enough, like that that weekend after this happened, um, I was at a uh, at a birthday party, not really a party, just a little gathering of, of a friend of my wife's birthday. And so it was, I was like me and like two other guys were like the only guys there, right? And so one of the guys that, you know, we were there and we were kind of talking and it turns out I asked him what he did, and he's a he was an LAPD officer, right? And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So we started talking. So I asked him specifically about that incident. I said, you know what's crazy? Like you've seen these takeovers and stuff, and then they you see what they did at that 7-Eleven. He was like, yeah. And I said, um, like where were you? Like where were the cops? Like how come you guys don't respond? And he said the the reason he goes, we've been told not to not not to do anything because they just get cited out. So what happens is is that they get you know, if they go and they arrest people in a couple hours, they get cited out, charges get dropped. And that that's just it. You know what I mean? So he was like, so what they basically said is, well, actually, the first thing when I said, why don't you guys show up? He said, well, nobody was hurt, right? And there's nobody was. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you, you just got people just going in there and just doing whatever they want. And he was like, well, the, if it's if nobody's getting hurt, if there's no um, threat of violence, if nobody has a weapon, we just let it go. He said, and the reason being because they just get cited out. And if they're just getting cited out, there's no reason to have officers respond. It possibly turns into a physical altercation. And then the public is not on our side. This is really what he's, he, and he told me that they were told by his superiors, do not respond because we, nothing good is going to come of, of out of this, right? So officers don't want to respond, Right. Because they fear a physical confrontation, a violent confrontation, and they're not going to be looked at in a favorable light. The public is not on their side. So they allow things like this to happen. Let me tell you something, man. This is just reality. People say, you know, that these, these laws don't work. I was in prison when the three strike law got overturned. And what happened was, is that it didn't get completely overturned. It used to be that on your third felony here in California, on your third felony, you would get a, you could get struck out. So you can get 25 to life for stealing a piece of candy. Right. And so what happened was, is that inside prison, people that had two strikes were less willing to, um, dealing drugs they were less willing to carry knives because if you got caught with those things those were strikeable offenses and if you had two strikes 25 life right so what happened is is they they changed the law and they made it to where the third strike had to be a violent crime excuse me. <coughs> i'm kind of battling some type of uh congestion or something so i'm but anyways, it had to be a violent crime to get your third strike. Then they overturned it, right? They overturned it to where you had to have a violent crime. People that had two strikes started dealing drugs, started carrying knives, 
And the reason being was because, hey, I can't get struck out anymore, right? Now, I'm not a proponent of the three-strike laws, and that's a whole different episode. We could talk about it some other time. So I'm not, don't, don't mistake me and say that I'm advocating for the three-strike laws. I'm not. But I'm just saying that if you know that there's not going to be any repercussions for your actions, you're more likely to do it. I mean, this is like basic. You know what I mean? This is like basic common knowledge. If I know I'm not going to get caught and I'm not going to get in trouble, I'm more likely to do it. Re- that's reality. I mean, here in, in, in California, if you walk into a store and you take something under $1,000, they're not going to do anything to you. So you're more likely to take that chance. I'm just telling you the truth. You really are, right? So you so when you when when people when they know cops are not going to respond, and even if they do respond, we're just going to get cited out in a couple hours. We're more likely to take that chance, right? So they're becoming more emboldened and more empowered. And there's reasons for that. You have DAs, like I said, Soros back DAs, and I'll get into that in a minute. But they're you know backed by these globalists that have an agenda. George Gascon is one of them out here in LA, right? That they're willing to, like, they're not prosecuting, so criminals are more likely to commit crimes. That's just common sense, and that's what's going, that's part of the reason. There's something else. Now, you're going to hear that on every single podcast, every single conservative or right-wing or libertarian or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, those people that are not on espouting the main, the you know, the status quo, they're going to tell you the same thing. A lot of it is because of these policies and they don't want to prosecute. Yes, that's true, right? But there's something else that's going on that's contributing to this, and it has to do with policy, but nobody's really talking about it because people don't really know and they don't understand. I'm going to show you some things. This happened this past week. Um, it was out here in L.A. as well. Both of these videos I'm going to show you, and I'm going to kind of break it down because this is important to know and how to protect yourself. Right. So I'm going to show you this video. For those of you that are just listening to the audio, I'm going to explain it so you know what's going on. And then we're going to we're going to talk about it. So this is the first one that happened. I believe this happened this past week. Um, Let me play it in here. So this was at a restaurant, as you can see. There's two guys sitting over in the corner um, having lunch or breakfast, whatever. I don't know. The restaurant seems pretty empty, so I'm assuming it's like early in the day. Uh, not much is going on and you, you're going to see, uh, two guys come in. This is moving pretty slow. I don't know why. Okay. Let me back it up because for some reason it was moving slow. So they come in. You see now the guys down there at the bottom. They come into the to the restaurant. Why is it moving so slow? Moving extremely slow here. Hold on. Okay, now it's speeding up. Okay, so you see the guys that go. Well, we have an issue here. Let's go back. Hold on a second. Sorry about this. Little technical difficulties, but we'll get it back right here. I think I had too many open at one time, by the way. Sorry about that. So here we go. This is moving at right speed. So here you can see these guys come in. Guys sitting over there eating. Here they come the guys. They walk in, right? Look around. Everything seems normal. Everything seems okay. These guys are still eating their breakfast, whatever, lunch, whatever. Now you're going to see in a second, here comes a waitress. She appears to be, okay, you guys, table for two. Here's your table. All right. You guys go over here. 
No, we're not going to sit down. We got other plans. Boom. Gun. Everybody's getting robbed. Everybody's getting robbed. So this robbery happens broad daylight. Robbery happens broad daylight. There's something there's something that I want to point out. Why are they doing this? Here's another video real quick. I want you to see this. This happened, I believe, earlier this year. This was in L.A. You see a nice couple right sitting right there having dinner or lunch or whatever it is. I don't know what time of day it is. You see another some crowd of people. Some guys walk in. Everything's okay. These two guys walk in. Look like they're going to know. What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to come over here. Gun out. Look it. Take off your jewelry. She's taking off her jewelry. Everybody's giving up everything. They walk out, right? Broad daylight. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? Let me show you something. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Um, this, this is the part that stands out to me more than anything else. And like I said, a lot of people don't talk about this because they don't notice this. And this has not become something like they focus on so many other things, but they don't notice this part. Watch it again. Let me rewind it. I'm going to speed it up. Watch. They come in. Now notice. Mask on. Hats on. These guys over here in the corner. Nothing. You can't really see their face. But there is whatever. You know what I mean? Normal day. Whatever. Here comes the waitress. She doesn't. Everything's normal. Let me give you guys a seat. You guys want to sit down? Fine. Perfect. Right? No problems. Guys going to eat eat breakfast, lunch, whatever. I'm going to remove that. I'm going to show you this one again cuz I want you to I want you to really really break this down and look at it. Here they come. Start it over. A whole group of people sitting over there. Two a couple sitting over here. They're okay. Everybody's fine. Having a good day. They walk in. Here's the problem. This is what I want you to see. These guys walk in. Keeps going. One guy walks in, the next guy walks in, look it, mask on, hoodie on, nobody blinks, nobody blinks, everything's normal, they're just going to go order their food like everybody else, right, that's what's going on here, don't worry guys, everything's fine, we're just going to sit here and continue to eat our hot wings, right, here they come, walking around, Walking around, uh-oh, gun out, uh-oh, on him. Now, let me ask you a question. Here's the problem. Mask mandates, right? Even though, and a lot of people say, I had somebody say this to me this week, well, people don't wear masks like that no more. It doesn't matter. You are used to the masks. Masks are normal. In both of these situations, pre-COVID, people would have been on high alert if you walked into the, if you walked into the restaurant with a mask and a hoodie on people would have been on high alert they would have been on high alert wait a minute what are you doing here businesses would not have let you come in with a mask and a hoodie on they just would not have right if you see these people that do the smash and grabs like in the mall and stuff like that the reason they that they're doing it more now and they weren't doing it back then is because you couldn't walk through the mall with a mask and a hoodie on without drawing suspicion. Now you can. So when they go back later and you went and smashed and you know smashed all the glass in the jewelry store and you took all the jewelry and ran off, right? When you did all that, right? Before they would be able to go and let's look at the security cameras. Oh, here we go. These this group of people, these are them. They didn't put the mask or their mask on until they got to the jewelry store. So people didn't do that. They didn't go into malls and do smash. I'm not saying it never happened, but they weren't feeling bold and, 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 and empowered to be able to do so because you have to walk through the mall. So all they're going to do is go back and replay the tapes and say, OK, we saw him. He was over here by the Foot Locker. Then he was over here by the Champs and he was over here by Fashion Nova. And now he got to the jewelry store and he put his mask on. But we got your we got your image all the way through the mall. 
right? We got your image. We know who you are. We're just going to run your face, put it on put it on every, you know, major news network and we'll find you and we'll catch you. Not anymore. You can walk through the mall with a mask and a hoodie on. Nobody is going to stop you. That's normal. People are going to think, oh, he just doesn't want to get COVID. That's exactly what they're going to think because everybody else is doing it. Even though there's no more mandates, right? Even though there's no more mandates, masks are a normal thing. See, I, I knew this was going to be a, when this first started, right? When this first started, um, I was at a, at a, at a uh, taco place, right? My wife and I went to a taco place. Now, remember, remember when this all happened, they were like, you know, there was places they were like, you can't, you, you know, one, one person go in there and order and then you have to wait outside. And this is what kind of stupid stuff they were doing, right? So we went to the taco place. We ordered our food. Now they're making us stand outside. So we're standing outside waiting for them to, to call. Now, the area we were in, you know, it wasn't like a bad area. It wasn't a great. It was, you know, it wasn't. It was like a whatever area. Things happen everywhere. And it's one of those places where things happen. And they, but it's not that much, right? <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so we're standing there. And all of a sudden, this guy comes. I think he was on a bike. And he was on his bike. And then he got off. And he had a bandana around his 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 nose and his mouth, and he had like a beanie on. And he starts walking towards us. Now, next to the, it was in a small little shopping center, and next to the taco place was a, a liquor store, right? So we're standing there, and he comes walking, and he's walking towards us, and he's got the bandana around his face, and he got the beanie on, and I'm like, I'm on like high alert. I'm like, what's he doing? Like, what's going on here? You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm I'm kind of like. You know, like, okay, hold on, hold on, what's going on? And then as he got closer, I realized that's his mask. Like, he's just wearing the mask, and he just walked right into the liquor store. He walked past us and went into the liquor store. And that's when I said to myself, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. This is extremely dangerous because what's going to ha- – so what happened was, even for myself, now my my awareness has become lowered. Now, what should have put me on high alert is not going to have me on any. I'm just going to write it off as somebody who wants to protect themselves against COVID. Not even really that. I'm more writing it off as people wear masks. He had to wear a mask. That's his mask. Right. So I started thinking like, wait a minute here, man, this is not good. This is not good. If people's people are not being aware, they're not their senses aren't aware to this. There, people are going to feel like they can do more things. The number one thing, like when you're committing crimes, this is, this is what I'm saying. Like you have, you, you know, you have to have been in that element before. And I've been in that element myself. Like the, when you commit crimes, you want to get away with committing the crime, right? Especially if they're financial crimes, like you're trying to rob people and stuff like that. You don't rob people to get caught. You want to rob people, get away with it, get the money and go or get the valuables and go and go and and, 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 and go on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Like if you were going to go up into to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and rob a guy for his $200,000 chain, I don't want to get caught. I want to be able to get that chain, get it off to where I need to get it off to and get the money and live good. I mean, you know, eventually things catch up, but you worry about that stuff later. You're committing crimes. You're out here just making money. You're out here trying to get it. Like you're not worried about all that stuff. So that's why I joke with people. I'll be like, man, if this is 20 years ago, I'd be rich because it's so easy now. Like, that's the one thing that you worry about. Like, you're out here trying to do stuff. You're like, man, what are they got cameras around? Who's, you know, what witnesses are around? That's reality. That's how you're thinking as a criminal, right? But now it's like, who cares? I'm just going to wear a mask, wear a hoodie, in some cases wear sunglasses. You're not going to even be able to tell it's me. I don't care. I'll go in there and commit as many crimes as possible. I'll walk through the mall, all through the mall for hours. No one's going to know who I am. What are they going to do? Describe my build? Oh, he's about six foot, uh, 220 pounds. So what? How many other six foot, 220 pound people are there? Light skin, dark skin. Well, what race is it? I can't tell. He could be black. He could be Hispanic. He could be white. I don't know. There's a lot of different things. I mean, you know, I get, I get, I get all type of people mistaking my, you know, my ethnicity so many different times. So it's like, what? Because I haven't met. How are you going to be able to tell? I'm just saying like that. 
this is this is the thinking that a criminal is going to have. He's going to have that type of thinking like, who cares? You're not going to be able to tell it's me. What are you going to tell the cops? What color eyes I had? Oh, he had brown eyes. Okay, how many other brown eyed people are there? He was six foot, five ten. Wow. You know what I mean? It's not like Shaq is out there committing crimes or is the only seven foot, 300 pound guy. Like this, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is not, this is easy. You're making it easy. The policy is making it easy. And let me also point something out, right? I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a big, big proponent of the Second Amendment, right? I believe that every human being has the right to defend themselves. Every human being should be able to defend themselves by any means necessary. I'm also like this, man. Like in, in the way I look at the Second Amendment, I should have the same, you know, I should have the same right as the state. You know, all these people are talking about taking away guns. They're not talking about taking away the cops' guns. But these are the same people that are talking about defund the police and the police are racist and all this stuff. So, but listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to show you this again, especially this part of this of this right here, right? This video. Look, he comes in. They come in. You can't, you know, nobody's. Look, I, I think guy right here, I think old boy right there, he kind of knew. The uh uh the the guy that gets robbed he kind of knew he kind of sensed something right that that's how I see it it's like he kind of sensed like uh, something ain't right here but listen it's because he looks he looks but then he pulled the gun out. now let, let me now here's the thing they're this close upon you right they're this close upon you he doesn't if if guy in the beanie that's sitting down right. If he has, if he's carrying a firearm, like he should, like, like a constitutional carry, right? You think it would be wise for him to pull it out right now? You think he got enough time to get that gun out to defend him and his girl? You, you think that's going to happen? You think that he's going to, he's going to be able to, I mean, honestly, you think right now he's got a gun in his waist. That he can pull that out right now, and and everything's gonna and 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 you're gonna be able to avoid this situation. No, no, he's got he the the suspect already has his gun pulled out. You're through. You go reach for your weapon. You might get end up like PNB Rock. I'm just being honest. You go and reach for your weapon. It's all bad. You're gonna sit there and give up your jewelry. That's what you're gonna do, and that's what he and like that's what he ended up doing. Why is that important? We already know they have an agenda to take away your guns, right? We know that, right? They don't necessarily, and I say that they do this in so many different ways. They have so many different ways of doing this, but they don't necessarily have to just get rid of the Second Amendment. They do it in other ways. This is one of the ways they're doing it. One of the ways that they're doing it is by making it to where it's null and void. So what if you have a gun? So what if you're carrying, you're doing your constitutional duty and you're carrying? You you have become so desensitized to these masks that that gun is null and void. doesn't matter because I'm, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. These constitutional carry people, right? These people that are advocates for the Second Amendment, which I am, I am one of them, right? What's going to happen is a guy's going to walk in just like those two gentlemen did. They walked in, hoodies on, mask on, and then somebody is going to jump the gun, pull the gun out on them, shoot, and they're going to go to jail and they're going to say, see, this is why guns are bad. Even the good gun-carrying person, right, the good, you know, hardworking American, blue-blooded patriot that carries his firearm for self-protection, constitutional carry, even them, that's why they, they're not responsible. Look at they and they just killed, they killed little Timmy, and he was a good guy, even though he was out there trying to rob people and do all this stupid stuff. You would see it, we know what's going on, right? Or Let's just be real. I, I said, man, we're going to tell the truth because this is because this is about this is about like, you know, you being able to protect yourself and protect your family. Here's the thing. What's going to happen is you're going to draw down on them. You're going to say, oh, these guys are doing something and they're going to say, oh, you, you're trying. 
you're trying to you're, you're accusing me of something you're profiling me we know that's going to happen you i'm not doing anything i'm wearing a mask just like everybody else why are you why are you why are you singling me out they got to they if you go back and look at this tape you go back and look at this tape look look at the pe- look at the people over there look at the people at the at the next table they got masks on even the people that get robbed, they're wearing their mask under their, un, you know, under their chin, whatever, because, you know, that's so that's how you're supposed to wear it. That's that keeps you safe from COVID. They got masks on. So you can't point out at these two people and say, hey, what are they doing to something suspicious? You can't do that, because if you do that, they're going to say, well, how come you ain't pointing everybody else out? You know, it's coming. You know, that's what's going to happen. They have made these mask policies. And, and and regardless of whether the mandate is still here, we have become desensitized to it. And your your awareness has been lowered. It's not been heightened. So we can go around the country and we can educate people on firearm safety and awareness and situational awareness and all this stuff. And, and there's a lot of people that do good stuff on that. You know, uh, 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 Kevin Dixie of, of No Other Choice. I love the work that he does. Maj Ture, Black Guns Matter. I love the work that they do. They go around to educate people on firearm safety and situational awareness and all that stuff. But what are you going to do when the guy, you've let the guy walk up on you and he's already has his gun out? You can't do anything. This is what I'm trying to say is they're doing this on purpose. They're do- they've created this environment on purpose, along with these activist DAs and, and, and you know, and when I say Soros backed, I mean George Soros, the globalist. There's a globalist agenda. They are trying to create chaos. This is what they're trying to do. They're trying to create chaos. And when they create chaos, even, even, and, and, and not the staunch 2A people, but the regular, everyday person who doesn't really follow politics but maybe they carry a gun they're going to say what's the point and guess what the politician is going to do you already know this is why we need to get rid of guns this is why we need to crack down on all firearms you you we well people have to protect be able have the right to protect themselves from covid right so they should be able to wear a mask so Nobody's even talking about that. That's the thing. Nobody's even saying that. You could go to you can go to these other like everybody's just talking about the constitutionality of wearing a mask and being forced to wear a mask or the the illogic of wearing a mask, but nobody's talking about how that affects crime. Nobody's talking about that. Go to anybody else's channel. They're not talking about that. Cuz they don't know. Cuz they've never been one. Like I'm telling you, I as soon as I seen I said, "Man, look, Man, where was where was COVID in 2002? 2003, where was COVID? I never would have went to prison. For what? You you could tell who I was. <laughs> I'm I I'm telling you this from I'm telling you this from experience. I'm just telling you this how it is, but they're trying to create this chaos because when they create this chaos that they're trying to get those moderate people, those people that don't really that they say, well, you know, I want to be able to protect myself and my family. But then they're going to say, well, what's the point? I mean, you know, the guy walked right up on us. We saw just two videos right there. We're seeing people walk through the malls doing all type of crazy stuff, right? And I, I'm not going to be able to stop that. How, how would I be able to stop that? We, we just need – and they're going to convince them that you should give up your firearms, period, that nobody should have them, that somehow that's going to make a difference. It's not. But this is part of the agenda. This is why they have – these mandates in this is why they introduce not not even i'm saying that because there is no more mask mandates most in most places right it doesn't matter though you've already succumbed to it you already allowed it to happen i say this i don't run a brick and mortar business right i don't have a brick and mortar business people can walk in but if i did my number one thing i would say no masks period no mask no you can't come in here because that's how we did it pre-covid go into any any bank pre-covid with a mask on see what happened they would have told you to get lost security would have stopped you and be like what are you doing are are you serious you're gonna walk in this bank with a mask on you got to be crazy 
What are you trying to rob it? What are you going to tell them? Oh, I'm, I'm not trying to get the flu. You're not trying to get the flu and stay home. That would have been everybody's excuse. Now, you can walk right in there with a mask on. It's insane. It's insane, and nobody and nobody talks about it, man. They're they're turning into the wild wild west, and it's all from policy, right? And then the politicians, in, in their great wisdom, they are cozying up to the degeneracy, right? And I and I'm not going to go too much longer. Um, I know last week we went like two hours, um, but I'm going to try to keep this to about an hour. But I, I do kind of want to talk about um, this next this next story because it goes in what we've been saying, man. These politicians, they are they want this, you know, the globalists. They want degeneracy. They want chaos. They want the breakdown of structure because when there's breakdown of structure, then they will come and offer structure, and that structure will be to limit all your rights, right? Hip hop again. It's a. It's the most influential culture the world has ever known. That's my. That's my thesis. That's my hypothesis, if you will. That's how I see it. You don't have to agree with me. We can debate that. That's fine. But I. I strongly believe it is the most influential culture, and because it's so influential. Politicians know this, and they promote the degeneracy. Let me show you this clip. Um, this recently, I think it was in the last week, uh, the great Democratic Hillary Clinton, she sits down with who? None other than Megan The Stallion. Yes, she is providing so much of a good positive image this is this is the woman who has a song that has little young girls saying I'm a ratchet. Um, um I forget the name of how that goes, man. It's just, you know, I'm nasty, um, all this different stuff. It's just degeneracy. And 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 look, and and, and she had the song called WAP. W A P. I'm not going to repeat what that means. Look it up on Google. But be prepared if you do. But um, she sat down and they talked about it. Of all things, this is a this is a person that was running for president of the United States. I'm gonna let you see it. Chelsea follows rap music. She has ever since she was a little girl. But I kind of came to awareness of you with the Cardi B WAP. I've always wanted to do a song with Cardi. As soon as she sent me the song, I think I sent it back to her like the next day, and it was just so exciting. The men, they seem so confident in what they're saying, and they don't have no problem with talking about their sexuality and how they're going to have sex with you. So I was like, well, <laughs> I could do that, and it's going to sound fire coming from a woman. It's great to see women be so kind of fierce. That is my life's mission, <laughs> to make sure that I'm always unapologetically me. It's her life's mission, and it's so great to see women be so fierce. Um, to talk about their sexual exploitations. Why not? Now, I, now I will say this. I don't agree with men doing it. Um, and because the men have become so weak in that aspect, I mean, why not? The women are going to do it too. But what I'm, what the point that I'm, I'm trying to make is that, um, democratic politicians are closer to the inner cities. They run the inner cities, Right. And because they run the inner cities, they have direct access to influential figures like Megan Thee Stallion. So there's a reason why people who are just mindless people, they don't think about politics. This is not their daily thing that they go about. They'll vote for these for people like Hillary Clinton because Megan Thee Stallion had an interview with her and she validates. Hillary Clinton is validating that type of behavior. Right. If you if you listen, they played like a small little sample of, of the song WAP. Somebody is saying there's some hoes in this house and that's fine. You know, this is something like 20 years ago, Hillary Clinton would not have sat down with any rapper or any woman, period, talking about this type of stuff. But now they do because they're promoting the degeneracy.
You see what I'm saying here? Like, this is all coming full circle. It's all part of the agenda. They're creating chaos, and you create chaos first in the house, right? You create chaos in the home. There's no more family structure. The, the man and the woman don't have to be married. They don't have to raise children. So they let the state do it because they want to pursue what they want to do. Her life's mission is to be unapologetically me, which is to say things like I'm a ratchet and I'm nasty and I'm and WAP and all this different stuff. Right. This this is her this is her life's mission. And the people that are in charge are okay with it. You know what I mean? This is like when you were a kid and you and 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 you knew like you weren't allowed to watch certain things, but then all of a sudden you seem like your mom watching something or your dad watching something, and then you're like, Okay, I guess we can watch that now. That's the same type of thing, like, oh, okay, the people are in charge, they're cool with that, so it should be cool. They're doing this for a reason. Like I said, they're doing that for a reason. They want they want them to promote this type of behavior so that they can break up the family unit. There is no more commitment. There is no more struggle. There is no more, hey, let's start a family. Let's go through the ups and downs of marriage. Let's go through the ups and downs of raising children. No, they, 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 they don't. They want to promote this type of do as thou wilt. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Do as thou wilt, Aleister Crawley, who was a, you know, Satanist or whatnot. That's the agenda. Because chaos is going to, is going to cause people to say, we need help. Remember the, the, the order out of chaos. There's a reason why that slogan is so prevalent and it's, and it's necessary because if you create chaos, then the people are going to come and they're going to ask for order. And you're going to give them order, but that order means you having more control. This is what's going on. And I say this because, um, you know, it's your, 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 your Republican party who is supposed to be the gatekeepers for conservatism, which is a joke because they're not, they don't reach out to the culture. They don't, they don't try to play the game in the culture wars. Right. And here, and, and I was making this, I was I was going like had a thing on on Twitter um last week or whatever with a rapper. I'm not I, I'm not going to get into it because it is I don't I don't first of all I don't like when people play games, so I don't play games and I'm just going to leave it at that. And I don't want to talk about you know I I don't get down like that. Anyways, if you say you're going to do something you should do it and I don't, you know, we're going to leave it at that. I'll just put it to you like that. But anyways, the point that I was making and the point that I was trying to say is that um, the left, because they are relevant in the areas from which hip hop gets its validation, right? They have direct access to these figures who are more influential. Megan Thee Stallion is influential. Cardi B is influential. Jay-Z is influential, period. They're influential on the culture, Right? And if Joe Biden can sit down with Cardi B, then the Cardi B fans are going to vote for him. Regardless of his policies, they don't care about any of that stuff, right? And so even if you come out and let's say you want to be a rapper that's promoting conservative values, right? The party that's supposed to be helping implement those values are not present in the areas from which you need to be effective in. They don't do any outreach there. They don't do any campaigning there. They don't do anything there. They are absent. It's like a ghost town in those areas. So even if I you come out and you say, hey, you know, I, I like small government. I don't like handouts. I think we should be self-sufficient and independent. And I think we should vote for people like that. The people are going to look at you and be like, okay, then where are they at? Oh, we don't see any, but I see Maxine Waters, so I'm going to vote for her. And Maxine Waters was talking about Cardi B, and I like Cardi B, and that's cool. See, if, you are, if you're a rapper that wants to be more positive, 
and your and the people that are trying to promote the positive positivity within the policy are not there nobody cares this is all i was trying to do with that tweet and and with you know this so-called debate that was supposed to happen um all i was trying to do was say that we need to push them to do something and what happened was is like you know and i and i brought these two people's names into it kimberly clasic and joe collins who ran campaigns in 2020 kim uh, kim clasic was in baltimore and joe collins was out here in south central and they were not supported they were actually attacked by conservative commentators now i said it doesn't matter whether they deserved it or not like they were called grifters and all this stuff and and debating whether or not that they are grifters is irrelevant it's just the optics the way people can look at it and say oh the racist republicans when they have somebody that looks like me comes from the area or representing the area that i live in when they do have somebody like that they attack them at, at the, that's regardless i don't care if they're the biggest crooks in the world it doesn't matter the optics say it just validates the point that they keep making and the point that they keep making is you guys are racist you don't care about our where you know where we're at they don't care about our communities that's reality right that's that's just the reality I'm just saying, like, we have to be real about this. I'll put some on the, uh, let's around with some of the comments right there. But I'm just saying, like, that, 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 that's, they, they don't reach out, so they're not there. So they have no say-so in the culture. And if you don't have any say-so in the culture, then you can't control politics. This is why they continue to lose. And they will continue to lose because they don't make any efforts. And we have to support people that do. We do. We have to support people that do. I'm just saying, if you want to be successful, if you want to win, that's what we have to do. They, they make an effort. The pro problem is, is that when Hillary Clinton goes and talks to Megan Thee Stallion, she's not doing anything positive and she's not trying to promote positivity. She's trying to promote the degeneracy for her own agenda. She's a globalist too. They all are. And it, every, it all goes back to that. I'm telling you. It all goes back to that. <sighs> Mask policies. You know, globalist prosecutors. Soros backed DAs. Globalist politicians. This is a recipe for disaster. People are in day, broad daylight, walked into this restaurant and killed a man. And we're wondering why. Hey, those of you out there, let me... Honestly, the, the, I'm going to put this comment up because this is real. Stimulated students, they're in on it. That's why they don't reach out. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what it, of course they're in on it. Of course they're in on it. They play their role. They play their role. They do. They play their role. That's their role, to stay out of it. Let us continue to promote the degeneracy. Let us continue to create the chaos. Let us continue to do all these different things that's creating so much chaos. And you guys just stay out of the way. That's that's why they don't want anybody. Look at man. I don't look at nobody. Nobody is knocking down my door to say, "Hey, what are you doing in the inner cities with your program and trying to get these guys, you know, out of prison and trying to get them out of that victim mentality?" They don't care. They don't. They don't care. This is why I bring this issue up so that we can create our own movement. We don't need these people because they're not on your side. That's the reality. That's why they're in on it. That's why they don't reach out. Thank you for that, stimulated students. That's real. That's the realest comment there is because it's true. They're in on it. Sorry. They're in on it, man. They, you know, they they're creating. They're not doing anything to stop this. We have to we have to create our own movement. People, nobody's coming to save us. Not no politician. Definitely not no celebrities. Definitely not no entertainers, no actors, no athletes. None of that. They're not, they're not on your side. It's just us. 
And so this is why we need to support each other. This is why we need to get involved. I don't care. I don't care about none of that, like money. All that stuff don't matter. Like just get involved. Let's create this movement. Let's go down there. Let's make it happen. Because it's like, and I say this before. And before I close out, let me just put let me just put this out there. Like when it comes to that to that issue, like the inner cities and people reaching out. Listen, man. This was the perfect opportunity. COVID was the perfect opportunity to do this. Because if you look at if you look at these areas, you look at the inner the South Central's, the West Baltimore's, the South Side Chicago, you know, uh, uh, you know, all these different places, right? Nobody wants the government there. Nobody likes them. Right? They don't. They just don't, right? That's that's been there's a history of that. So why would we want the government imposing more mandates, more laws, more things in on it? Like that's what that was what that's what was going on. Like I, I say this before, you don't like the cops. You say to the cops, you don't want the cops in your business. You don't want the cops around you, right? The cops are going to kill us. The cops are doing all this different stuff, this and that, right? That's what you say. That's the narrative, right? So why would you give the cops, why would you be in support of mask mandates that gives cops more of a reason to interact with you? If they could have done what they wanted to do, which was make it illegal for you to be outside without a mask, guaranteed, all these people with the Maxine Waters of the world, they who are the lawmakers, this is what I'm saying. You are the lawmakers, but you want us to be mad at law enforcement? You make the law that they enforce. Why wouldn't I be mad at you? And if you they had it their way, they would make it to where they that would be against the law for you to walk out without a mask. So what's going to happen? I walk out without a mask. Who's going to come arrest me? Maxine Waters? No. The police, the same people that you tell me that you don't want around like this doesn't make any sense. So this was the perfect opportunity for the Republican Party, for conservatives to go out there and say, hey, look, we don't want government. This is the whole point. This is our whole platform. They didn't do that. Let me show the comment again. That's why. They're in on it. They dropped the ball. Like they were in, like they, this is perfect. Like that's why when people were saying, "Hey man, you don't you don't support uh 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 you don't support the mask and 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 all these different." Ma no, why would I support that? I don't want the cops. I don't want I don't want government in my life. I want less government in my life. Thank you, stimulated students, man. You hitting on all, all cylinders today. I'm gonna put that comment up there right now. Crime and cultural decay is very lucrative to them. These conditions cultivate a perpetual underclass. If there's a perpetual underclass, then there'll be a perpetual elite class. It's, see, you know what you know what time it is. That's that's exactly what's going on. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like we have to wake up to this. But see, the people that are supposed to be, you know, fighting against that, they're over here worrying about the Little Mermaid. I don't even want to get into all that. How goofy these people are. You're worried about that. I'm telling you, man, we could go on and on. We really could because it, it, it's so goofy, these, how way these people are, man. But, um, man, we're going to continue to do the work. I'm going to be here every week. Like I said, next week, man, I got a guest. Um, Wednesday, 21st, I'm going to have... Uh, Cyrus from Stuck in the Middle podcast. Go and check him out. Find a lot of his stuff on Twitter. Uh, he's going to come on and we're going to talk about things too. We're going to do what we've been doing. Um, man, I appreciate you guys. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, like, share. All the social media platforms. At Instagram, the No Spoon Podcast. I also got my backup page. The No Spoon Podcast page has kind of been hitting a little bit lately. I'm seeing a little of the restrictions are coming off. That's why I've been posting more on there. That's that was my original. That was my original page, the No Spoon Podcast. But you know, censorship and all that stuff, they started hitting like man. I was getting hit like crazy. Um, so I do have a backup. It's Che underscore uncensored. Go and follow that too on Twitter. It's at No Spoon Podcast. There's no the on the Twitter for whatever reason. I don't know why. So I think somebody took that. But um, YouTube, the No Spoon Podcast, subscribe to the channel. And if you're listening to this on the audio, on the replay, on the audio, you know, leave a comment, leave a rating, do all these different things. Because the more the more we get, the more comments you get, the more um, 
you know, likes you get, the more shares you get, the more subscribers you get, the more it's supposed to drive the algorithm. We know that they're doing all the censorship and stuff like that, but we're still going to be out here. Like, that's not stopping nothing. I already said this before. You know, this microphone right here, I mean, I'll get a megaphone and we'll just stand on the corner. <laughs> like, it's not going to stop. But that's what I'm saying. Like, go ahead and subscribe, please. But thank you guys for all listening. I thank you for watching. I thank you for being here. Um, if you if you feel feel it, you know that you want to give a donation. I got the cash app down there. I appreciate that. Doing the most that we can. I'm gonna have more about the program that I'm doing, man, because it's it's, it's really some good things. It's actually like literally down the street from where this rapper PNB Rock just got killed this past week. So we're really in there where it's at. We're talking to that. Uh, we're working through a halfway house too. We got halfway house guys coming out. They just got out of prison. We trying to build them up, man, and get them back and give them that confidence. Like this whole victim, I'm an addict, I'm an alcoholic, and I'm a prisoner, and I'm not gonna we're gonna be doing like we're, we're we're dismantling all that. We're breaking that down every single week. We hold our classes every single Saturday, right there in South Central LA, like right there where it's at. Like I said, we right down the street from where old boy got killed. And so, like this is for real. Like we're not we're not playing no games. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting more of that stuff out there. It's just in the pilot stage right now, but it's coming along good. We getting we getting good feedback. It, it's 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 good amongst the population, which is all I care about right now is the population likes it, the population I'm serving, that they like it, that they, they gravitate towards it. So I appreciate everybody for, for, for tuning in, all the support that you've given. Keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep telling the truth. Keep spreading truth out there. Don't run from it. Um, that's what I'm going to keep doing. My name is Che. This is No Spoon Podcast. We'll see you next time.